Hello, welcome to Jays from Home, a podcast about the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, who are back from the player lockouts, uh, and this is uh, hosted the by owners the, lockout. Not, not well, the, the owners the, lockout, the players. Let's, let's... The players were locked out. Um, yes. That was my brother Matt, and uh, I'm Steve, and we're we're the the co-hosts. We are the co-hosts, and this is the podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, before we start, before we start, people are listening to this on Monday when this drops, hopefully. And if you are listening to this and you are like us in the city of Ottawa, happy Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. They're doing a redo. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I was going to say uh, good timing uh, for for this uh, lockout to be over because I, I just tweeted from at Jay's from home last week. Our uh, lockout logo, which I forgot to use, but thankfully we do not need to use it now. That's true. I'm I'm, I'm glad that we, we don't have to use it. Uh, you jinxed the lockout, so thank you. Right. Okay. Well, why don't yeah, we? So uh, so let's 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 send a bouquet of roses to to Rob Manfred and the owners for for lifting that lockout. Then shall we? Well, should they be black roses? Probably. Yeah, black roses that uh, uh, we can like. Like scent them with with something not nice to smell. Like I don't know, like their own. I don't know. I don't know what 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 doesn't smell nice. Poo. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll leave that. <laughs> uh, I'll let you take care of that. Uh, well, why don't we get started then? Uh, I actually have uh, some uh, strikeout sacrifice and, and home run here, uh, as as opposed to the last several weeks. Um, okay. Nothing. Nothing too extensive, but. Uh, um, maybe uh, this is a good lead-in. My strikeout is uh, let's slow down with the news a little bit. Let's uh, spread out some of the some of the good news that's coming out. We can maybe like uh, you know enjoy it in pieces. I I, I have to to kind of disagree with you. I, like I I think that it is actually coming out kind of slowly right now. People thought it would be coming out a lot. It'd be a lot more of a frenzied pace to all the all the news coming out so i would actually like to see more news coming out i want i want i want it i want all the rosters to be set well, i want all the trades to happen i want i want to i want i want all the news right now well i feel like uh when when you were you were sending me lots of news like really fast over messenger so like I, maybe that was just uh like my score notifications weren't coming in super fast but I, I was getting them all from you so maybe maybe you need to uh slow down the news <laughs> I, I I don't have that power. Well, but, uh, we... yeah, I guess I guess I am your 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 uh, your notification uh, for baseball. <laughs> uh, I am well, your system. Okay. Um. So we can either go to your strikeout, or we can actually talk about some of the news. Well, no, let's do our, let's 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 go with our, our strikeouts and everything. So so my strikeout. Um. Again, like I said, you know, Rob Manfred gets the permanent strikeout until the lockout is lifted, plus a week. So so this is his his um extra stay on in the strikeout zone here. So so yeah, Rob Manfred still gets the strikeout because this whole whole thing did not need to happen uh the way it did. Like I in the past two weeks, my hopes have been dashed so many times. I've gotten my hopes up and then they've been dashed. And Rob Manfred is the reason for that. And and you know, he cancelled games and then they made them back and then they set deadlines and then they moved those deadlines. For for a league that is intent on on maybe banning the shift, they seem to be shifting the, their their deadlines quite quite often. They're good at um, shifting goalposts, even though there are none in baseball. Exa- exactly, foul posts, we'll call them. Yeah. Um, but uh, my the the note that I have here that was um, a, a key factor, and and Rob Manfred kind of admitted to it, is that like the Twitter um, sentiment against the owners really did make a difference in in in, in pushing, I think, some of the owners towards uh, lifting the lockout. So that I, that. It kind of makes and it sound like uh, all the owners just suddenly turned their notifications on and realized that uh, the fans were <laughs> were sending them tweets and like, oh, we better end this soon. They probably have assistants that do that. I don't think any any of the owners um, are, are, are that savvy. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, actually, uh, um, oh shoot, I, I had something to say just now. Um, nope, it's gone. It was related okay. to what you were saying, but uh, that's that's not important. We'll. Uh, We'll not worry about it. We'll move let's on. Let's get to your let's get to your sacrifice. Okay. Um 
So this is uh, related to the news uh, with the recent signings, but uh, fans on Twitter, Blue Jays fans, are calling their pitching rotation possibly the best in the American League. Uh, I think that's a bit of a stretch, but uh, I mean, it's good because I like hearing that uh, people are positive on the pitching rotation, but uh, I, I feel like that sets my expectations uh, too high, so I might get disappointed when they uh, inevitably struggle because no one, no, no team is perfect all the time, except maybe the Dodgers. Well, yeah, they're not, they're not perfect. Um, and the Dodgers are, are not perfect either because they did not win the world series. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, I would say they're at the very, they're, they're in the top five in the starting rotation right now. But the thing is we need to, you know, see how the rest of this off season uh, plays out to see what sort of acquisitions other teams are going to make because there are still some names to be acquired. You know, Oakland, um, they want to, they've, they've already traded away one of their pitchers, Chris Bassett, and uh, Sean Manaya is said to be on the trade block as well. So there's another arm that the Blue Jays could be interesting in, in adding to the rotation. So there's still, there's still um, teams still need to, to make some additions. So you can't say that they're the best until we've seen kind of the whole of, of uh, all the team's moves, but they are, I'd say they're in the top five, their rotation in the, in the, in the, in the AL, maybe even in, in the whole league. Well, that's that other people have said whole league. So uh, I, I don't know. I guess it remains to be seen, but hopefully that is a good sign for the, uh, for their performance in the AL East. It's, it's a deep rotation. It's a deep rotation. You know, like think about someone tweeted this last year. Like we had like a uh, Ryu and, and like Rourke and Matt's last year to start the year, like there was no rotation last year. But now we've got who do we have? We have Ryu, we have Manoa, we have Burrios, we have uh, uh, Yusei Kukuchi now, who we just signed. We have uh, who else is in, in the mix there? I, I'm, I'm missing. Any. I, I I didn't say Kukuchi. You just did. No, I didn't. No, <laughs> no. Uh, you, uh, you're slow on the uptake on that. Oh, yes, yes. Well, um, I I have a bit of a cold, so I I will be slow on 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 the uptake today, but I, but I, but I I see what what you did there, so you say. <laughs> but um, what 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 name am I missing from the rotation? I know I'm missing at least one name. I mean, Nate Pearson could be could make it. Well, a, a, that that's two. one of the notes actually is that it could be a six-man rotation which works out because Ryu likes to have more rest, right? So That's true. That's five. true. So, well, they're going to they, they, maybe they, five and a half. They're going to need more than five arms on the rotation because uh, pitchers get injured and the pitchers need rest. Yeah, you know, like they put they put when you put a pitcher on the on the injured list, it's not always because there's injured; it's because they need to need to get to have a rest. You know, all right. We saw your, that with Ryu lots of times last year. What is your sacrifice? My sacrifice is that. After today, we don't need to talk about the CBA negotiations anymore. <laughs> it's, you know, they were important. That's why it's a sacrifice. But at the same time, there's a lot of a lot of details that just I I I don't want to read about anymore. Like like thresholds and, and, <laughs> and minimums and maximums and 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 arbitration and 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 legalese and things like that. Like I, I, it'll be nice just to talk about baseball. Well, my solution to all that was to never read about it in the first place. So uh, I, 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 can't, I, I, can't I stuck to the headlines. I, yeah, like, <laughs> no, like, you know, like once they start getting really deep in the details, I'm like, okay, that's enough of that article. But it's important to know for me to know what's going on because I want to know as soon as possible when baseball's back. <laughs> hey, well, um, oh, and, and yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say going to the home run, um, My, I think our home runs are kind of on the same page. I just wrote down the MLB players as my home run. Um, that, uh, they're, I guess in general, the players, they get, they're, they're the, the positives of this story and you're right. also uh, you're right. they, they get to play again. So, you know, home run there. Yes. Yes. We should, we should end it on that. Uh, but we'll end on, on, on the, on this for the, for the home run. My, my home run is that baseball is back. Yeah. <laughs> um, April, April 7th is official opening day. The Jays aren't playing that day. Uh, that's a Thursday. But uh, we will have the full 162-game schedule. Um, so that's, that's also a plus. So, so uh, starting April 7th is opening day. So, so, so take the day off work and uh, just sit back and relax and, and watch some, some, that, some baseball. That reminds me of what I was going to say. Uh, about, it was about your strikeout with Rob Manfred. It was about the 162-game schedule and how we kept hearing from the ownership side that uh, because they, they canceled those first, what was it, first four series, right? Yeah, um, yeah, that 
they they were uh, they kept saying they're in jeopardy of playing all 162 and i think maybe at one point they said they weren't going to get 162 at all but suddenly of course they're able to make up and play the whole 162 what a what an amazing job the owners have done um, yeah so, so so speaking but, of all that let's let's dive into the CD wait well wait that. just a, just a quick note too um we'll get to that in one one second the yeah. April seventh opening day. I saw a. I can't remember which reporter suggested this, but uh, maybe it was Caitlin McGrath um, suggested that maybe the Blue Jays' schedule may get changed to play. Or she's yeah. It wasn't that it was a speculation that it would happen, but a suggestion would be flip the seventh and the eighth so that they play on opening day and get the eighth as the day off. But I don't know uh, how that how that would work but that would be a good idea well, the traditional like i i see what like it'd be nice to have the jays on opening day traditionally an off day is built into the kind of opening series to to make up for 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 rain if that happens to to be the case but the the being the jays playing at rogers center don't need to factor that in at all so i would love to see the blue jays play on opening day because as it is the schedule for opening days is a little bit on the weak side um my my main game that i'm gonna be watching on opening day is gonna be i think the the primetime game that the, the mets and the nationals um the nationals probably don't stand a chance but that'll be just an interesting game to watch because it'll be like max scherzer's return to 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 washington as a as a met and we'll see juan soto and all that stuff and the mets could be a strong team um but yeah so that, the, so you know opening day is is going to be different this year but it's 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 opening day so it's, well that's nice. uh i won't be taking the day off you can be sure of that. Um, okay, so yeah, let's uh, dive into the news. Where do you want to start? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think we should start the, the CBA and then and then forever be done with it. Um, <laughs> so so we were talking about the canceled games. They're actually going to be uh, those series are going to be added on to the end of the season. So the season is going to end a little later than uh, previously. Uh, so so th- that's 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 the first thing that we should mention. Okay, so are the playoffs going to be extended too, or or what? I mean, well, I know I think they there's have, another well, note on that, but yeah, there's they the they they are going to be expanded for sure. There's a 12 team playoff, and I think what they were factoring in maybe with the TV deals is that it was going to be expanded, so they had kind of like extra space there. So so it's it's not going to make a big difference because um, I think I also heard someone say that like weather in November in most of the cities is actually warmer than on, on average than weather in in April. Um, yeah, I guess I can see that because I mean that's that's although it's closer to winter, but uh, we'll see. No, but it's anyway. more more baseball hospitable weather in November than than April for sure. Um, so yeah, so yeah, twelve team playoffs. Have you have you really delved into how um, the structure for that is going to be? Have you heard? About no, that? I haven't looked at the, that at all. I just saw the headline and and didn't really read up on it. So how does that? Yeah, so how's six, that going to work? Six teams per league. Traditionally, it's been four. Uh, four. Well, so five, six teams technically. per. Six, yeah, six teams per league. So what's going to happen is the top two division winners get a bye, and then the, the uh, bottom four teams uh, have a, the first a first round of a best of three, uh, no ghost wins, just a best of three, and uh, and then and then yeah, then, then they'll face off in the and uh, in, in the regular kind of divisional series and championship series and all that stuff. Um, my 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 one disappointment um, about this is that they're not going to have. Because of because of the expanded playoffs, there's no there's no tiebreaker, there's no game one sixty three. I kind of liked the, the the one game take all matchups because there was a lot of you know drama to that. But uh, so we're not we're not getting uh, uh, tiebreakers uh, anymore. Yeah, I guess I can I can see the downside to that, but I I suppose also maybe it uh, it kind of balances out career statistics maybe so that you know you know ah. especially in, in seasons where. Like it's it's 162 games, period, right? Like it's yeah, uh, but nobody plays a full season, so I don't think that makes that big of a difference. But it, it's just the drama, the drama of a tiebreaker game is just it's just amazing. Um, you know, last year we could have had potentially like four teams in in, in the uh, in the AL like go go to a tiebreaker. Well, game, I, so I, I think that, that there's good. there'll still be drama in game 162. I, I that's my I'll I'll put that out there as a prediction for the year that there'll be. Uh, some sort of uh, uh, it, last last ditch finish or something on one sixty two for for yeah. a few teams. I wonder how they're gonna um, tack on those last two series because, like we said before, the um, Jays 
or the last four series. I, yeah, I'm not sure. We'll have to see who they face because because the Jays, you know, there's the Baltimore uh, series and the Tampa series that got canceled. But I'm not sure what the other two series is that got canceled. So so that. You know, playing the Rays late into the season is always going to be a little a little scary. <laughs> well, maybe maybe they'll just give Toronto the wins against Baltimore, uh, yeah. and not play yeah. them. Uh, so what yeah. else? Uh, what else in this uh, CBA? Well, we've we've said this we've said this before. There's no no DH anymore in the NL. So uh, so that that'll be uh, more exciting baseball, I think, to watch uh, for for the NL folks. Um, what I'm happy about is that uh, no ghost runner uh, in extra inning games anymore. And also, oh yeah, um, no seven inning double headers. No so seven inning double headers. Full, full nine full double headers. Full nine innings. Yep. Okay. Um, here, here now. Here's a really important um, one that uh, was. This, I'm surprised this got written into the CBA, but I'm also happy that this did. Um, unvaccinated players won't be paid or receive service time for games missed uh, in Canada. Interest. Yeah, I saw that headline as well. Um, so I, I think I would hope that um, uh, that most players will see this and and uh, get vaccinated, but it's possible, I suppose, that some players on teams where they know they're not going to face Toronto all that much, they probably won't bother. Um, I, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know it, but uh, uh, well, well, I guess the, the I guess the the um, the other side effect of that is that this also helps the owners a little bit because it says that they won't. Uh, receive service time so maybe they'll get like you know a few extra games of control over these players so it's more incentive for the players to get service time to reach free agency faster right well yeah well a couple things a couple things um like there's a tweet today i think that someone had mentioned i mean let me let me find it because i just i favored it like just right before we we um we um uh started podcasting today um well, while you find Aaron, that, just well, to, I got it right. I got it right. Got it? Aaron, okay. Aaron Boone said that he is concerned about Yankees players not being able to play in Canada. We still have a few guys, at least, who are not vaccinated, and I think uh, my, uh, Aaron Judge is, is is one of those guys that he's concerned about. And also, um, the Red Sox are notoriously a non-vaccinated, uh, heavily non-vaccinated team. So, so it gives if, uh, for if 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 this if players just. Re- remain steadfast in their 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 view not to get vaccinated it gives first of all the blue jays a competitive edge which i think is important and fair considering they they were not playing at home for two-thirds of the season um last year and, and the year before they were on the road totally basically if you want to consider that the road um and yeah it also i think will hopefully um encourage players to um get vaccinated but like another thing is like some of these players get paid a lot of money and I was listening to a podcast. I think they said if they miss, like AL East opponents, if they missed miss um, an entire series and they make like sixteen million dollars, they they play sixteen games, so that's a million dollars that they're 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 missing. And and so like superstars are going to be missing a ton of money if they're if they're um if they if they're if they're like you know players on the field. If it's a starting pitcher, that's a different story. But uh, they're 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 it's serious money that they're they're losing out on for for you know this this um, un educated and, 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 well, and stubborn the, stance of not being vaccinated. The good news for the players is that there's a very easy solution to that problem. So um, get vaccinated, get the shots and, and yeah. yeah, you can come to Canada and you'll find that Canada is a much nicer and more hospitable uh, <laughs> land than, than America. I would, I would, I would, I would say that. <laughs> well, let, let's, let's not go there. Um, this next note, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll speak to this a little bit, although okay. I don't know the full details, but you mentioned, so player uniforms, will feature advertising with patches on jerseys and decals on batting helmets. So um, that's interesting that they're going with jerseys, but uh, batting helmets doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, hockey this year, uh, actually, I think even last year, they started advertising on helmets. Yep. Um, it, that's The helmet thing is very unobtrusive and easy way to for uh, revenue generating. Uh, so that's that's not a surprise there at all. Um Patches on jerseys, I guess it, you kind of have to wait and see what they look like. I mean, technically, yeah. they already have advertising patches on the jerseys with the well, Nike logo. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and but the, I think where you're going to see a lot of pushback are like teams like the Yankees, where they have like or the Dodgers, where they have these like traditional pristine 
uniforms that, and then you put like well, you know, they don't have to sell the advertising if they don't want to. If they don't want it uh, on their uniforms, they don't have to sell it. Well, yeah, actually, yeah. I hope they have an, the option. Hope it's not mandatory because cause, yeah, I, I, I doubt can't, it. I can't. I can't see the Yankees putting advertisement on 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 their jersey. Same with I, the Dodgers. I, I would like say. That I, I would. I would be surprised. I don't think it's mandatory, but most teams will do it because it's uh, an extra source of revenue for the teams, and it's like an easy decision. Uh, I, I'm sure, you know, given the choice of like a- advertising is a pretty competitive world in sports and like there's a you know you can get a a very uh large premium for advertising just on camera right so Mm -hmm. if it's on the uniforms it's gonna be on camera all the time so that's uh uh that's pretty major major league baseball (laughs) Uh, so so let's look ahead to next year now uh with some rule changes um so one of the things that they agreed upon is that they're gonna have like a committee i think it's six appointed by owners and four appointed by players and one umpire or something like that. I forget the exact numbers, but, and, and then uh, they have major league baseball has the op has uh, the option of, of implementing any of these rules within 45 days uh, pre- beforehand. But um, some of the, the, the possible rule changes now, these aren't, these, these haven't been like set in stone or anything, but these are the rule changes that they've agreed that they, that could be implemented. Um, a pitch clock, which I am fully in support of. Yep. Um, uh, enlarging in, enlarging the bases, um, and then like um, you know, I enlarge- still can't I still can't uh, picture anything but having like comically large bases when, uh, when I know announce that. So anyway, keep no, going. but I've I've heard like you know bigger bases could could be a good thing because it increases um, the likelihood of of stolen bases. So that's uh, that that you know yeah, and and makes de- it, there's also the advantage to defensive players too. So there's it's um it's both sides. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so, defend, so eliminating the shift, uh, or 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 seriously changing how 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 that's able to be played is another one that's on the on the uh, uh, table. And and this tweet says says automatic ball and strike zone. I'm not sure if the if if robot umps are on the. Were, I that sounds I like that. robot umps. I, I think you mentioned that somewhere as that was a possibility, but uh, I, but I feel like that wasn't that wasn't on the table. So we'll have to wait and see. Maybe what happens. With maybe that. automatic balls and strikes that could be related to a pitch clock. Um, it's it maybe not because it's a separate idea. But like uh, maybe on the batting side, if uh, if they like take too long getting ready to bat or something, they get automatic strikes or uh, it the pitcher runs out of time they get automatic balls i don't know who knows yeah i don't know we'll, we'll see but but i i like the idea for for sure of a, of a pitch clock because that just increases the pace of play and also it it, de- it make, means that players pitchers can't uh put like 100 percent into each pitch and throw like out of their shoes with every throw so it'll it'll mean that it'll be easier to hit balls like the velocity will decrease hopefully if they if they find a sweet spot for the for for the pitch clock as far as time between pitches um yeah so there's there's that um now the funny thing about this next note that i have here is like i you know i was on on i guess it was was it wednesday that the lockout was lifted can't remember anyway whatever day it was was last I i was following closely and one of the key uh, sources of information that, that I, I get my baseball news from, and I'm sure I've sent many of his tweets to you, is Jeff Passan. And um, right when the news was getting like there was like back and forth, back and forth, his Twitter got hacked. He was like <laughs> someone like he was like trying to like sell people NFTs all of a sudden. Um, so maybe that was part was of the just, CBA is uh, selling NFTs. Maybe it's probably in there. Um, so so I just thought it was it was uh, it must have been pretty stressful for him, but kind of funny that that on the most you know, important day of the year, baseball news-wise, one of the the biggest reporters um, in baseball got his Twitter got got hacked, and actually, it's, it 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 turned out well in the end because the first uh, news that I got that the um, uh, CBA was signed was a was a tweet from him. So by the time the CBA was signed, he he was back into his his his, his Twitter page, but he oh, but it was just. Uh, uh, not 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 a a good day for him. I, ho- I hope his password <laughs> wasn't one two three four. Uh, I don't think you can have a, that sort of a password. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's here's an interesting. Um, no, actually, I'm going to skip this one and go straight go to the home run derby because we're talking about rules. Um, home run derby could decide the All Star game winner if um, the the All Star game ends in a tie. Yeah, after that, that's fine. 
it's yeah, the All-Star sure. game. And I don't know if that's official, but I think it's something that they're, they're discussing. Now, one more thing that they've talked about was going international. So they're going to increase the number of international exhibitions for baseball. And so here's some of the uh, areas and cities that they've listed. Uh, Mexico, Asia, Puerto Rico, London, Paris, and the Dominican Republic. So those well, are all great. Hey, Paris would be a great destination because according yeah. to uh, our podcast statistics, we uh, are ranked very highly in France in baseball podcasts. We're big in France. And I, I know the perfect team to play um, an exhibition in Paris, the Expos. Uh, uh, so bring back the Expos and, and put them in Paris. That would, that would be the perfect, perfect t- uh, team to play in Paris. Well, maybe that'll happen. Um, why don't we uh, why don't we come back to the to the TV baseball deals? Let's um, I don't let's go uh, talk about some Blue Jays signings. Yeah. Think, oh yeah. So so here's I think, here, you know here's, a Blue Jays podcast. We should talk about that. Yeah. 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 So so we kind of skipped skipped over this a little bit, but the Jays made a signing yesterday. They signed uh, starter left-handed pitcher Yusei Kikuchi to a three-year, thirty-six million dollar. Um, contract and the interesting thing is a lot of people are kind of comparing him a little bit to uh robbie ray so so maybe another project for uh, the jays to uh improve the pitching and but that just like adds extra depth to their to their to their uh rotation so that, that that's a great move okay yeah so this is this like could either be good or bad it's kind of a neutral more of a, a sacrifice kind of signing well no it's i think it's a positive signing it's 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 good it's good not uh uh, I, I, it's you know it's, you know he's not like a like a Carlos Correa kind of like superstar, but he he adds uh, just another good arm to the rotation. Um, and speaking of pitching, um, yeah, I, I saw this signing. Uh, I feel like I saw it first, but you said you saw it already. But uh, Joe Biagini was signed to a minor league deal, and he's I, I forget his quote, but he's already uh, given some uh, funny quotes in his uh, press conferences. So uh, he's uh, um, he's he's. That's a good signing, I think. I mean, it's it's a minor league deal, so not a, yeah. not huge, but he'll be in the bullpen. If nice he makes to have him back. Team. If he makes the team, he'll be in the bullpen. But who knows? He might just be kind of one of those like AAA guys that uh, mostly just kind of are there for depth in case someone gets injured. Yep. Um, the Jays and on the major league side, uh, their first deal um, of the free free agent. Uh, Frenzy, as we'll call it, but I'll put it in quotation marks because it's not been too much of a frenzy. Um, they signed our left-handed uh, pitcher, Andrew Vasquez. So he's like a reliever. Um, he played for the Dodgers and the Twins last year. Um, so so just, you know, more... more. Um, the Jays are doing really what they need to do so far in the offseason, adding yeah, adding bullpen. more arms, bullpens. And they, they just, they said that they've said that they're going to also try to target uh, an infielder as well. So we haven't seen that yet. Um, so yeah, they, they, well, they the, added... The, you have there is yeah. a note here about an infielder. Uh, it might be a minor league deal, but they yeah. they signed uh, an appropriately named player for the Toronto oh, yeah. Blue Jays, uh, oh, yeah. first baseman Greg Bird, who I know nothing mm. about, but uh, he used to play for the Yankees. Good name. Um, yeah, he played for the Yankees. He's he's kind of bounced around a little bit. Uh, another depth guy. Hopefully, I'm now. I hope that we don't see him in the major leagues because that would mean um injury to uh certain first basemen so, so well <laughs> I, and, I certainly and don't see probably him. like more than just one significant injury if if he's called up i yeah. think not just uh to vlad but okay um yeah. that's a, that's it for the jays um now do you want to talk about tv or more signings around the league well let's go to let's keep up with signings because I, okay. I think that's uh relevant um you i think you mentioned just now, Carlos Correa, right? Yeah, he's he hasn't signed yet, but he is selling his house in Houston. So, so according to TMZ, so so there's that. TMZ, the the hot baseball reporting uh, website, right? Yes, exactly. That's where <laughs> I get all of my news. TMZ. When when Jeff Passan got hacked, I went straight to TMZ. Okay. <laughs> well, that's I guess that's a good sign that he's not signing with Houston anyway. Um, so well, you never know. Still, but yeah. The Dodgers, I guess, not a surprise. Clayton Kershaw resigned. No, yeah, he got he took a significant pay cut. I was worried, like, I can't picture him as anything other than a Dodger. But there was talk that maybe he might sign with like the Rangers or someone like that. So it's it's nice to see him back with the Dodgers. So that 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 was good. Okay, and uh, a signing of a player that I don't really know either. Uh, the Giants signed Carlos Rodon. I don't know how you pronounce that. Yeah, Rodon. Uh, yeah, he played for the for the White Sox uh, last to start his career. So, so that's just you know more depth for the for the Giants uh, in their starting rotation. Um, yeah, 
so that's that's what they are they're having other signings but I, I i you know like those are the kind of bigger names that have been out there so far um but we have a, a local signing here oh yeah <laughs> i did see that announcement um so a pitcher uh signed by the ottawa titans uh, which, as a quick reminder to anyone outside Ottawa, that's Frontier League Ottawa Titans. Uh, so who they added Evan Grills. Evan Grills, left-hander Evan, Evan Grills. And I guess um, he is has kind of a local connection where he, he helped coach with the Ottawa Nepean Canadians while he 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 was pitching with uh in the Rockies system and in Taiwan as well. So so that that's cool that he's coming Neat. back home. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. so any others? I think that's all the signings that I see. Well, let here. me let me just quickly you 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 vamp while I while I quickly check my my Twitter feed here, see if there's anything. <laughs> okay, well, up. just uh, talking about the Titans again, I guess. Um, good news for for Ottawa as a sign that they are going to play again. It's just that um, you know they're signing players. They have been very active on social media. Um, they're using their mascot a lot. Um, but one of the last posts that I sent to you is they they had a picture of their jersey and they teased uh, everything old is new or something like that. And I'm not sure exactly where they were going with that, but uh, it looks like the well, jersey it, picture that they showed was the number 22, which would be for the year. And it looked yeah. like it was white with red stripes. But I thought they had already released their uniforms. No, I don't think that they have. They released their their cap, I think is what they did. But Okay. Um Yeah, no, it looks good. I think what they were basically like I think they're trying to say like they're going for kind of like an old school kind of look to their jerseys. That's what I got off of it. Unless um there's some sort of relation to like Ottawa minor league baseball in the uh in in the 50s, but I don't have no but idea what the jerseys If they're going like with then. If they're going with uh white and red, they're not going with uh Ottawa Lynx original colors. No, no. Um, the most recent colors an homage to the to the Lynx, though. Uh, well, their most recent colors um, for the Lynx were red and white, but they didn't have stripes on their jerseys, yeah. from what I remember. The, the, okay. the, the, the Lynx did have um, pinstriped home jerseys, though, to start. Uh, yeah, they were black, when, when they first... white, and gray. Which those I were think... cool jerseys. Yeah, those were cool jerseys. Uh, they, had, they had a, they had a really good like they're 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 like original like the original Lynx uh, uniforms were were, were amazing. Yeah, it's uh, it's too bad they changed them, but I think they went with more like uh, what was popular at the time, which was I think like um, kind of old school. Yeah. Anyway, and then um, they were also mirroring what the what the Expos uniforms were at the time too, because they were they were pinstriped with uh, and, then, and then the away the away, away jerseys were like you know the cursive Montreal. So I think Ottawa had a, like a cursive Ottawa and gray. So it was it was you know black and silver, but like the black and silver version of of the uh, Expos jerseys. Okay, any other signings? Did you finish? Nothing. Nothing up? came. Okay. Nothing has come through. So it, it's it's still a bit of a, a bit of a trickle. There's, there, there, it's still slow, slow, slow. Well, that's fine. That uh, that soothes my strikeout a little bit. Um, okay, so let's go to the TV deals here. Okay, yeah. So we have. Friday night baseball on Apple TV. So that'll be that'll be interesting. I'm curious to see how they present that as a like a just a broadcasting package like who's going to be on it and and are they going to make are they just going to like you know are they going to create their own kind of production values or just kind of just you know hop onto what are, is already in existence, you know? Yeah, um well I would hope that maybe they they pick some different teams because I kind of feel like Sunday night baseball you see a lot of the same teams because they go with like the the big name teams. Um, you know, you never see yeah. like Toronto playing, for example. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, we'll yeah. Well, see. these games are going to be exclusive to Apple TV, um, and it's hard to tell. Like from what I'm understanding, how people are, are are interpreting this is that these games, whether you subscribe to Apple TV or not, will be like free free to watch. Okay. Well, I hope that that at least replaces YouTube games. I don't really want to see those again. Well, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how that's working. We might still have some YouTube games, but it'll be interesting to see um, how they, how, how they, uh, they present that. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping as well from a, from a presenting side, cause they'll be exclusive to, to Apple TV. Like you won't even be able to watch them on uh, MLB network, but I'm hoping that they will be at least um, uh, PVRable because I can never watch them live. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> Let's see. The and other thing Sunday here is morning Sunday baseball. morning baseball. Is that the one? <laughs> is that the same deal as uh, Peacock, or is this a different? Yeah. 
Okay. That's the Peacock. Because I remember I sent you, I had seen, there were reports of Apple and Peacock with the deal. Bef- like, this was well, maybe a week or two before Apple announced the deal. Yeah. And uh, also a few weeks before the lockout was ended. Um, so, yeah, Sunday morning baseball, it says 11.30 or noon. So, you know what? It's possible that Toronto may uh, may feature in these because they play uh, in the afternoons on well, Sunday. Well, it's definitely not going to be any West Coast teams. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that's for sure. Um, Peacock, I, I wonder how, what that means for viewing in Canada, though. Because yeah, I do, too. We don't have Peacock, but there are, I, I don't know which platforms they end up going to. But, you know, like, for example, we don't have HBO in Canada, but that goes to Crave. But we do we get. We do have HBO. We do. There's an HBO channel, I think, in the in the in the lineup. Well, yeah, but that's it, you get it through Crave. Uh, okay. Like it's and and any of the HBO shows you can get them through the Crave app. So like it's a different. It's a channel on Crave. Yeah, um, I think a lot of Peacock shows I've noticed have gone to like in here in Canada, Showcase and like the Women's Network. So maybe we'll be watching our Sunday morning baseball on on, on uh, in between uh, uh, Hallmark movies on on the Women's Network or 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 uh, on, on on Showcase. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. <laughs> I I don't know. Like maybe yeah. Well, um, the the streaming channel for Showcase and those channels is Stack TV. So maybe it'll go to Stack TV. There Instead you go. See, we, we, we pieced cable. it together. We pieced it together. Uh, we're, we're we're like a, 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 a crime solving duo. Are you? Does that make you? Who's who's Sherlock Holmes and who's the other guy? Uh, the, well, the other guy is Watson. So so who's Watson and who's? I, I guess I, I guess because well we're both wearing hats so we can't we can't say uh I don't so, know. we're both Sherlock we're both Sherlock okay. Uh, okay, was that? I think that's it for the news, right? Yeah. So uh, let's look ahead for the Jays' schedule now. Something we, well, we have a something to look ahead to. They, yeah, they they are playing. They are no longer not playing. Uh, we have yeah. So we have a spring training schedule. Um, looks like they start on Friday, mm-hmm. April eighteenth. No, no, March eighteenth. March eighteenth. March. Sorry, I was, uh, I was thinking April, but yes, March eighteenth. <laughs> Yeah, and and um, I guess they're going to do something similar because of the the condensed schedule to to uh, COVID um, scheduling, where they're going to be like playing. Like they're calling it at least in Grapefruit League um, in 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 pods, where like you know like there's like kind of like just different kind of geographical regions in Florida where all the teams yeah. are kind of That's located. Fine. So so that they're they're only going to be playing certain teams in the Grapefruit League. Um, so so but like like we said, you know like. Uh, <laughs> A spring training baseball is, is is meaningless, and we won't be able to to watch a lot of it. So well, I feel like in normal spring training, they play the same teams a lot anyway, so it's not really a big deal or a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then so we actually have opening day set for uh, the Jays as as April eighth, and they will be facing Marcus Semyon and the Texas uh, Rangers to start uh, to ah, start the year. Yeah. Um. Texas, really quickly, uh, did we decide uh, before the lockout whether they were uh, going to be a good team or not, or if they had done very much? I can't remember. I don't. I don't know if we decided. I think we need to wait and see still to like for any team uh, at the end of the till, until like all the kind of signings have been have been finished and said and done. Uh, but I, I can't see them still. No matter what they do, I, I can't see them being deep enough to be contenders. They did actually make a trade. Um, uh, I think yesterday maybe sending uh, Isaiah Kiner Falefa uh, a shortstop to the Twins in return for I think you made up that player but okay I, uh, in return for another guy I forget who it was but I think it was like a catcher or something like that um, but yeah I, I just don't think that they're they have enough uh, they're, they're deep enough team to make a push um, for a serious push for for playoffs. Okay, well, yeah, I guess we'll wait and see. Hopefully that first series that uh, they play, that Blue Jays, they'll come away with uh, with a win. That would be yeah. very nice. They have a good history with Texas, I, I'd say. So, um, yeah, anyways, uh, I think that's it for, for baseball. So we can check in with uh, the Senators. I think I, I, I almost say that this is probably the, the last time we'll check in with them since we'll have more, more baseball news. We'll see. Okay. Can you make like a kind of a sad version of the of the of the senator's theme? <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if I can do that. I I, I don't I don't uh, I that involves I think more production skills than I have.
Okay. So 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 yeah, Sens from home. Uh, you you went to two games this weekend. Yeah. Um. So the the first uh, game that I went to. So also I didn't update the the record at all. Uh, from last week. Mm. Uh, so we're not going to doesn't matter. We're not going to go over that. It's a losing record. So uh, there's yeah. there's your update. Um, I ended up getting last minute free tickets from work for Thursday's game against Seattle, which is uh, a, a historic game because I didn't the, realize that. Well, this is the first. I mean, for number one, it's the first game that Ottawa has played the the new franchise Seattle Kraken. So uh, this. I, I was I was kind of interested in going to see the game because it's you know new team, uh, yep. their jerseys are really nice, um, like both away and home, um, and and it was I didn't know this but I heard it all over the radio. Uh, it was a rematch of the 1921 Stanley Cup final in which the Senators beat the Seattle I think it was Metropolitans and were they uh, the Silver Seven in the five Ottawa games? Silver Seven? Eh, it could have been. Who knows. Um, they beat them. They beat the Seattle Metropolitans in five games. Yeah, uh, to win the Stanley Cup. Um, so, was Daniel Daniel Alfredson playing for that team at the time? Maybe. Uh, or was, was that a Randy Cunningworth captain's team? <laughs> um, uh, that's that's a long time ago. Um, Still playing Jean, maybe. So, uh, so some notes um, on that game, just really quick. Um, there was actually a lot of Seattle jerseys and hats in the stands. I was huh. very surprised. Is that uh, like a tech thing? Because uh, there's sort of a Seattle Ottawa tech corridor kind of thing. I I don't know. Uh, like, I'm not surprised that there would be some young fans in the building because maybe they're picking a new team because they're you know they it's kind of cool. I I remember when like Anaheim came in. Like I I didn't. You had an Anaheim in. jersey. I remember. I didn't have a jersey. I had a hat. Um, but you had a jersey and and a t-shirt. I, the only jerseys I ever had were uh, Senators jerseys. So, okay. Um, okay. but you know, like it's it's that kind of thing. Like they got some neat colors, cool logo, um, which I still think is better than the current Anaheim Ducks. But uh, at least they use yeah, they have yeah. a Mighty Ducks third jersey. So anyway, um, the it was a very i would say subdued atmosphere i mean there weren't that many fans in the building i i wanted to look at the attendance numbers for both thursday and saturday uh, cuz there was quite a difference in terms of the atmosphere in both nights um but uh it was still a good game uh, the the senators they went up 3 nothing really early but they gave up the lead uh and actually seattle came back and tied it and they had to go to overtime um but uh Luckily, the Senators, uh, they drew a penalty, and so they scored the game winner on on the power play, and it was a really, really great setup. Uh, they were So it was four on three for the power play, and uh, you could see them setting up Josh Norris for his one-timer, and they finally were able to do it, and had a, it was a great goal. Um, so yeah, okay. so that, was a, that was a good game. Uh, Seattle, I think, is like 30th in the league. So they're not a good team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, not a good team. Chicago. um, They're they've been they haven't played very well this year. Uh, That's the game that I went to last night, Saturday. Star Wars night. It was Star Wars night, and uh, I don't know who put together the. There was a video that they uh, edited together after the player warmups, like just before the game started. It was really neat. Um, it was kind of cool. They it looked like somebody had a really good time putting it together. Um, so did you, Ottawa, did you change your screen name as I suggested to Steve three PO? No, I didn't. I didn't. Um, let's see. They, they had employees in uh, some really good uh, Star Wars costumes. They had a couple of stormtroopers walking through the building. Uh, that was pretty neat. Were they um, employees? Because I know there's like a local um, kind of charity division i forget what they're called no i think uh, they were like... i think they were employees like at least the stormtroopers were because um during the game they have that uh you know they pick some lucky fans from the 300 section and move them down to uh the 100 level and they were uh-huh. escorted by stormtroopers so uh i think i think they're normally escorted by employees so i want to say that that's the case um it was, uh, I, I had to say that, so yeah, the atmosphere was a lot more energetic on Saturday. There was a lot more fans in the building. There were a lot of Blackhawks fans in the building, uh, which I think 
they're they're a, they're an, they're they're like an original six team. They have like when I was young, that was the team that I followed. Yeah, um, and a lot of people I think come from out of town to to see the Blackhawks. Where we were sitting, uh, well, we had Senators fans immediately beside us, but on either end of our row, there were Blackhawks fans. Uh, and basically, walk around the the stadium, and there were Blackhawks jerseys all over. So. Um, that could be partially why there was an increased attendance, but I mean, it's also Saturday night. Yeah, uh, Saturday night. Evening out. Um, hey, did you find your um, your uh, egg rolls and non-alcoholic beer? Uh, egg rolls, yes. Um, I I would say I they are um, a bit, well, I mean, they were good egg rolls, but for, for what you get is, like, I, I was hoping to get one, uh, order of egg rolls to share between Vanessa and I, but uh, you only get four pieces, but it's really two egg rolls. The pieces are like, you know, they're cut in half. So, uh. <laughs> but they're, they're big though. The, anyway, um, the, the non-alcoholic beer, I don't think they sell any. I've, I went to a few different places and they didn't have any uh, on the menu or like in drink fridges. Like anyway, um, that's okay. Got water, got uh, some pop the other night, so that that's fine. Um, Ottawa ended up losing that game six to three. It, they hmm. gave up the lead again. They they played very well in the first period and went up two nothing, uh, but then in the second period, Chicago scored three goals really quickly. Ottawa tied it up, but then Chicago scored like immediately after Ottawa tied it up. So. There's some problems that Ottawa has with uh, with keeping leads lately, so that's that's kind of disappointing. Um, but for both games, um, they for the in-game entertainment, just to speak on that for a minute, like I can see the effort they're putting into it, but it's uh, it's been pretty rough the last couple of games that I attended. Like it's not a lot of polish to it, so I, I think that's something they need to work on. But um, overall, too, I I tweeted this out is I feel like. They've added a lot of staff to the building that hasn't been there in recent years. Like they've got um, on at the top of the stairs, even after you get your ticket scan, they have goodwill ambassadors that say that greet you and say like, you know, have a good game. And they have mm-hmm. ushers in every section. Like in, in recent years, there, I, I haven't seen that many staff in the building. So they're putting some money into the guest experience. So that's a good thing. Yeah, that's that is a good thing. So, so yeah, that was uh, yeah, you like doubled your your intake of of going to Sens games this week. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the third game this year, so uh, that's uh, yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, so uh, you have a, you have some podcast notes hmm. on on here. I don't know wondering if this, if this is a note. It does it. Yeah, I don't know. Is it a podcast note? But uh, our brother Glenn, I'm, I'm calling him out uh, on Facebook a f- couple of weeks ago. Maybe now I don't know. He. He called for more snow so he could go for more cross-country skiing. And uh, after everything melted and, and cleared up and nicely, even with the big puddles, it was nice and clear, nice and warm. The next day, we got a whole bunch of snow. And uh, and we got some snow this weekend, too. So that was, uh, that was kind of annoying. Uh, so, I, Glenn, no more snow. Well, I, I'd say that's not a note. That's For, for me, being someone who dis- very much dislikes the snow, that is a definite strikeout and for glenn for hoping for snow um i am banning him from the podcast for for at least two weeks <laughs> all right um well the good news though is i think according to the weather the highs are all above zero okay okay well i hope i hope that happens because we need to we need this snow to melt like it's it's been very difficult for me to get outside because our our in my neighborhood the sidewalks are just full of ice and it's really hard to push the stroller over, over that and it's 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 not not great conditions right now. We need we we need the snow to end. We need spring to happen, which means that baseball will be happening sooner. Well, I will tell you that uh, the Orion constellation last night was like completely in the western sky uh, around like eleven o'clock. And Orion, I was wondering that, like at eleven so, o'clock last night, I was like, "Where's on, the Orion constellation?" Orion is a winter constellation, so like we only see it in the winter time. So the fact that it it, it was. In the western sky, very low. It means it's it's going to be out of our view soon. It means winter's coming to an end. So there you go, official. Word. Okay. Okay. That, that that that's the that's that that's a guarantee. Yes. The, okay. It's a guarantee that the Earth it continues to orbit around the sun. 
That's also that's all, okay. <laughs> good, good. I'm, I'm I'm glad that you have ensured the Earth's orbit. I didn't realize you had that sort of power. Um, yeah. Well, you never know. Okay. Um, personal stuff. Let's uh, let's go go here. Um, I'll I'll go with my strikeout first. Is that uh, just haven't been getting enough sleep this week and um not i don't know why exactly but i just i was having trouble getting to sleep um and then i would wake up early um so like in an effort to kind of counterbalance not being able to get to sleep on time uh i like i i wanted this week to get up early in the morning to get on the uh on the indoor bike but i decided I'd be better off sleeping in a little bit instead of getting on the bike. So I, that's, uh, I haven't been able to get on the bike this week. So that's my strikeout. I haven't gotten enough sleep. Okay. Well, yeah, mine, mine is also sort of sleep related. My strikeout is daylight savings because I just don't see the point of it. We just, we just shifted our clocks. I'm, I'm, when we're talking about shift, I'm, I'm, I'm against the shift of, of our clocks. Uh, (laughs) we, 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 we lost an hour for daylight's sake. No, no. It, it it makes everybody's life difficult, especially when you have children who who don't go to sleep well. Um, so yeah, daylight savings is my strikeout. I, I am I am against it. Uh, we don't need it. It's unnecessary. I'm fine well, with a little bit of extra darkness. I'm, I'm I, I go to therapy. I can deal with it. So here's here's the problem with getting rid of it is that uh, we need like so there's a, a bill in Ontario that has approved. Uh, getting rid of daylight savings times, but it's contingent on Quebec and I guess probably most of the Eastern United States getting rid of it too. So I'm sure they're on board too. Nobody likes it, but nobody's done it. So I don't, I don't know. It, it creates problems if Ontario for us is the only one around that goes, that uh, gets off daylight savings time. But like, you know, for example, we live right. A, there's like bridges connecting us to Quebec. So does that mean, um, when, uh, when you cross over to Quebec, you're, you're, there's a time difference that doesn't make any sense. Well, it makes your trip faster in some situations. And I wonder too, because of cell phone towers, uh, you know, they probably kind of intermix. So like if you connect to a Quebec tower, does that change your time on your phone to, uh, to an hour later or an hour earlier, depending? Well, this is why, this is so. why daylight savings is, is, is terrible. If, if nobody observed it and we didn't abide by these rules, we wouldn't have to worry about all this stuff. Well, uh, you start your letter writing campaign then. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, can I borrow one of your mechanical pencils? Um, no, I, I got to keep those. Uh, okay. you can, you can buy a cheap pack at, uh, at any store. So, uh, you, you can do that. Um, okay. So I will go on to my sacrifice and that was just simply that, uh, on Facebook this week, we decided to, uh, announced to everyone officially that uh, we're getting married because I think you know I didn't most... I didn't see that um, I missed it okay well it, it's on well, there. I knew I, I I knew you guys were getting married but yes so, yeah. <laughs> uh, but a lot of people probably like uh, weren't really aware like it's not it hasn't been a secret but we just hadn't really put it out there but the sacrifice part of it is just because I don't like being uh, the, a focal point of attention and I have some people. Uh, at work on on facebook and and so they got wind of it and you know they they congratulated me and whatnot and like i just i just don't want to be uh the center of attention for that kind of stuff so you know know what happens when you get married is that everybody will be looking at you uh, when 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 you get married Uh, yeah but it's it's, going to be small and then that's exactly why so anyway what's your what's your sacrifice my sacrifice, we're talking about time lots today. My sacrifice is that my treadmill um, is a time machine. I find that when I'm running on the treadmill, um, when, when I, whenever I, I look at my watch, t- like time just seems to go so much slower. It's like, oh, it's, this, must, this must have been five minutes worth of running when it was only like a minute and a half. So time <laughs> slows down whenever, whenever I, I, I go running on my, on my, my treadmill. So, so I, I have a genuine uh, time machine in, in, in the house here. It's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, well, so it's it, good that I have a time machine, but it's bad that it only moves uh, in the opposite direction that I want it to. <laughs> Speaking of uh, time machines, though, um, a movie recommendation, which is about time travel. Uh, it's, it's not a it's, – it's, I would call it like an average movie, but uh, The Atom Project, which stars uh, a lot of people, actually. Ryan Reynolds, 
Mark Ruffalo, Jennifer Garner, uh, Zoe Saldana, Catherine Keener. Uh, very uh, star-studded cast. Uh, I've never heard of this. I don't think it's a it's a new newer movie, uh, twenty twenty two. I don't is it know when Adam it was or Adam. Adam, like a the name Adam. Okay. Um, and uh, it's you know it's an hour and a half, pretty short. It's a quick movie. You can it, you can watch it. I would say uh, Ryan Reynolds is toned down in, from his normal frenetic energy. Uh, but uh, anyway, decent movie. Time travel. Just thought I'd throw it out there. It, it was relevant. Okay. No, well, yeah. Um, Unofficial yeah. sequel to uh, 13 Going on 30 with Mark Ruffalo married to Jennifer Garner. Yes, I suppose. <laughs> um, okay, so what's, what's, your, uh, what's your home run? Home run. Um, I have a new monitor arm uh, with a laptop stand in my home office. Uh, I was getting some neck pains and whatnot because uh, of the placement of my monitor on my, at my desk. So I uh, decided to to spend some money on a on an expensive monitor arm and it's it's freed up so much space it's a really nice setup uh but I noted it's very close to a sacrifice because that means that uh, my setup at work in my office when I go work in the office is nowhere near as nice as uh, the setup at, at home so uh it even though I would like to go into the office for a change of scenery it's kind of a downgrade when usually it's the opposite yeah, well, that's 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 good. Uh, neck pain. I get. So you're saying that going to the office is a pain in the neck. For you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, I I wouldn't go that far. The setup in the office is is a little different. The desks are higher, so it's all it it all works out. It's just not as nice. Well, the, uh, I would say you know yeah, op- it's nice to get out of the house, but uh, offices are not uh, designed to be as comfortable as your home. So um, your home run, is is that a copy and paste error here? No, no, no. My home run this. is also daylight savings because we actually, for the first time, were successful in getting the kids to bed on time so that when they go to bed tonight, they'll be ready to, to for a, a proper like time-shifted bedtime. So like for the past two weeks, we've been like, Moving bedtime back five minutes every see, day. It, well, you're supposed to do it 15 minutes every day, but uh, but that's what I suggested last year, and you you scoffed at that recommendation. Well, no, well, like it, it's 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 very difficult to do because you have you have to get in this house four people on board for uh, bedtime to, to to go as scheduled. So you have to first of all uh, make sure that Krista and I are, are 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 ready to get the kids to bed, which you know involves you know getting their their rooms. You know, ready for bedtime and and getting their waters and stuff for 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 bedtime setup, um, and then you have to get the kids dressed so, for for PJs, which is which is is not an uh, an easy feat to get. Uh, you know what? It, it should be though, and toddler into their PJs. Do do they know how to tell time yet? No. Well, so, Leo's sort of getting a rough idea of, of, of time, but no. But see, like, as long as they can't read clocks or have no concept of looking at a clock to see what time it is, you're you're good. You can you can manipulate their bedtime. No, 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 I no. Remember the concept of I... the concept of time is 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 overridden by the fact that their bodies have an idea of when they want to go to no, sleep. No, but but see, that's that's easier to overcome because I remember when we would go to Atlantic Canada, mom and dad would tell us to go to bed at the normal bedtime, but I would try to argue uh, that if we were back home, it's really an hour earlier uh, so that I shouldn't go to bed at the regular time. So once they start having awareness of what time it actually is, then that's when you're in trouble. No, awareness is 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 not. Uh, no, the fact that they're they're, they're it's it's getting their phys- their their physical uh, aware like bodies ready ready to go to sleep. So if, if it's like eight o'clock uh, that the bedtime and then like time shifts forward an hour, then I'm not I'm not gonna like get them to bed at nine o'clock on a, on on a weeknight. That's that's not happening. But 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 we we did it. We got them. We we got them in bed yesterday by by seven o'clock. Leo was asleep by even by like twenty to, to to seven. He was asleep on the couch. So I just plunked him in bed, and I got Bo in his bed. And we were downstairs. Both Chris and I were both downstairs for the first time in a, maybe this year <laughs> before eight o'clock p.m. Well, there you go. You just solved daylight savings time. Your problem with it. So no, no. My my my, my solving daylight saving times <laughs> would would be to get rid of it altogether. That that's that. But the the my 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 feat of getting I got two. A toddler and a preschooler to bed in less than an hour, um, and 
yeah, I did. That that's my home run, and that 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 probably will be my home run for the year. That's like the, 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 my greatest achievement for the year. That's your grand slam. That's my grand. Yeah, it should be a grand slam. Getting okay. them both to bed. Um, all right. Well, I think that's about it. Uh, I think we we decided that we're still going to come back in another couple of weeks. Um, back to weekly schedule once uh, the regular season hits, but uh, spring yeah. training is kind of a boring time. But I think. I, I didn't mention this before, and I should have put it in the notes, but I think next time we record, we should start talking about the possibility of uh, of a B team um, That's right. as we look That's ahead right. to the regular season. Yeah, and, and, and the fact that spring training is kind of abridged a little bit, I think it's only like three weeks, we're going to need to like maybe devote almost an entire episode to picking our, our B team. We'll have to kind of look at the schedule and, and figure that out because we're going to have to decide because we also have to do – before the season starts, our um, and we only, if we're only doing this every two weeks, it'll it'll you know, we won't have a lot of time. We also have to do our um, our preview or, or like our you know predictions for the year for for uh, oh, yeah, you know, MVPs and, and and teams and all that stuff. We'll be able to work all that in. We'll figure it out. We yep. we have all the time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's end on that. Let's 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 record the podcast on my treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.